podcast i am giving you guys a little sneak peek into me doing lives on igtv so i'm actually going to hit the record button in a second over on my lives i've set myself up with a title and i'm going to dive into um, some things i read in a book and share that with my audience and then i'm going to show you guys how i incorporate what i read somebody else's content into relatable content for my coaching program what I do, who I am. It's really just a way to share value and to start conversation. And when you start conversation, it helps you build community. And when you build community, that's when you have a brand. If you have a brand that nobody knows about, what good is that, right? So listen in as I talk to my IGTV live uh, story this morning. I'm literally no makeup, my pajama shirt, and my coffee morning voice, and I'm just going to go for it. So I just wanted to give you guys a listen in so you can come back to this because sometimes IGTVs get lost in the mix. And um, I wanted you guys to have this as a resource to come back to, to show you how I use, I'm holding up a book. It's Together is Better. That's the name of this IGTV that I labeled it by Simon Sinek. Um, if you haven't listened to his TED talk, it's amazing. He's much like Tony Robbins, but a different vibe. And the things he talks about have a lot to do with leadership. And I think you guys would get a lot from it. This is actually a children's book that my brother got my son. It's called A Little Book of Inspiration. So tune in, uh, listen in, I should say. And I hope you guys get something out of this. If you love it, please share it, rate, review it, and subscribe to the podcast. It means the world to me when I hear from you guys. Um, so yeah, tune in. Ooh, so good. Good morning. We are live here Saturday morning. Morning voice, morning coffee, morning inspiration. So I'm titling this particular one together is better. Um, I didn't give myself a chance to talk myself out of getting on this morning. It was get up, get inspired and start talking to your peeps. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. I just, <laughs> when you avoid the things you know you're supposed to be doing, that's exactly what I've been doing. And I find that to be so true with everyone that I coach. It's like, they know what they're supposed to be doing, but then they don't do the things, right? Anybody else? I mean, it's not just in business or whatever. It's in life, right? We know we should be nice to our kids. We know we should be nice to our partners, but sometimes we don't do the things we know we're supposed to be doing. So here is a friendly reminder that you can show up however you need to, to get the things done. Taking messy action is like one of my favorite things to tell my clients. And, you know, a lot of times as a coach, I don't take my own freaking advice. So today here I am, no makeup, just here for, here for it. So the other night, my son has to read um, 10 minutes a night, which often I end up reading to him. But my brother, Dominic, who is... A thought leader in his own right. Um, you guys haven't seen me posting about him. He's just hit 1 million downloads on Spotify the other day for his music. So somebody who I truly respect and admire who's following their passion, right? To me, that's a leader, someone who has a vision and is chasing that and doing the thing no matter what. So this book, it's super cute. It's meant to be a kid's book. But once I started reading it, I'm like, oh, this, a lot of this could go over a kid's head and a lot of it could probably go over an adult's head. But there were certain things that stood out that I wanted to share with you guys. And if you are new to showing up on social media, if you are new to showing up and growing a community, you don't always have to come up with your own content. This is a perfect example of something that I read that I'm going to share that you can inspire your audience with. So a lot of times 
we, we don't show up because we're struggling to provide value. We're struggling to provide, you know, education or, you know, um, you, you don't have anything funny to talk about, or you don't look right. So then you don't do the things and doing the things is what grows the audience. Right. So there's a few things I'm just going to babble off and I wanted to talk about them with you guys. The first thing that stood out in this book, um, it's really cute. It's like a little, it looks like a kid's book, but they're really strong things that are said. The first thing that stood out to me that I earmarked said the true value of a leader is not measured by the work they do. The true value of a leader is measured by the work they inspire others to do. And that one sat with me because I've had so many great people in my life that have inspired me. So I looked at that kind of backwards that the true value of the people that I, I surround myself with have inspired me to take action, to start my own business, to do the hard things, to show up and grow and build a brand and a business out of what gets me excited. And when it comes to having a vision, I think there's so much pressure. Vision also, I think, relates to people feeling like it has to have, like, that's the purpose of my life. And you can find purpose in day-to-day stuff. You can find passion in day-to-day things. It doesn't always have to be this one thing is my purpose or this one thing is my passion. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up on. So I just wanted to break down that like stereotype myth, whatever it might be, because I, along with many of my other creative friends are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. I care about a lot of things. I'm passionate about a lot of stuff. Um, I can find purpose in a lot of day-to-day stuff that supports me. You guys see me showing up talking about my non-negotiables, habits, um, boundaries, all of that to me is part of my purpose is to share that with other people and to give you guys, you know, a, a different perspective on you can choose how life affects you. You know, I saw a great post yesterday by a girl I know just talking about how hard life is. And she, she chose to come at it with that angle. And that's fine. There's many times I felt like this is so hard. Life is hard or why me? Or, you know, man, I wish this was easier. But at the end of the day, what, what I heard her saying was, yes, shit is hard, but we have a choice of how we, how we decide what we're going to do with that hard shit. Are we going to sit in it? Are we going to talk about all the bad stuff? Or are we going to think about ways where we can find our way to the other side of the wall, or are we just going to stare at the wall of hard, you know, and that's this book touched on that too. And there was a little snippet in the back because it's funny as I read this book, I thought to myself, these are a little over the head of some people of some children, especially in some adults, but in the back of the book where, where there was like a quote, he gives a, a bigger definition of why he wrote that. And this one was on one of the pages is find a vision. And this is what I just talked about. And this is what I'm talking about. He said, we are very particular when we name the section vision or find a vision instead of have a vision. For some reason, there's a standard in business that has emerged that we all have to quote, find, I'm sorry, have a vision. Some big, bold, change the world, Steve Jobs vision. Not only is that totally unrealistic, it's a lot of stress for the mass majority of us who aren't Steve Jobs. Now I'm definitely not Steve Jobs. (laughs) He says, I am more comfortable declaring that we should all find a vision. I love that. So find a vision and you can change as you go through life. It's not find one vision. And then that's the only thing you ever talk about, you know, but there are definitely visionaries out there. I would like to consider myself one of those people who have a sense of a different future and the ability to express it. If we like their vision, then we can choose to follow them or their vision. Their vision becomes ours and we can use it to navigate our choices. 
So if you work for a company, if you work for a salon, if you work for somebody who has a great vision, it's so much easier to get on board with that because you know what they want. You know where the team is going. You can see where the culture is growing. So, you know, when I first started out in the business 20 years ago, I started working at Robert Crummings. There was like an unspoken culture of how we ran shit there. And I kind of haven't seen that since where I've worked and moving into smaller spaces. I think it's even more important that we build that salon culture rather than just fill chairs. So he goes on to say, it is just as inspiring to follow a vision that resonates with us as it is to have our own. Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Thomas Jefferson, Richard Branson, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk all expressed their visions and did things that inspired others to follow them. Some of their followers bought their products. Some of their followers joined their organizations. Some of their followers were simply inspired by one of these leaders and did things to help contribute to the vision. Regardless, all these followers found a vision and chose to follow it. They didn't have to come up with one themselves. There's also a little snippet in here a few pages back that talks about comparison and it talks about competition. So really over companies that succeed the most, find their own vision and then stay on that path. Did they get inspired by somebody else's vision on the way there? Probably, maybe. But when, when you create your own dream, instead of trying to compete with somebody else, that's basically like what they were talking about. Because if we're always in competition with the person ahead of us, you know, that, that won't last. If you have a dream or a vision that you're going to keep going, no matter what, whether you're in first place, 10th place, last place, you're there for the long game. And in business, you got to be in it for the long game, unless you have a short-term, you know, way out, you're going to sell the company. But if your company doesn't have mission and value, if you don't have everything put in place, there won't be much value there to sell. So these were just my Saturday thoughts. I was reading this thinking how interesting that this has been put into a children's book. And I'm now almost 41 reading it to my son, probably getting more value out of it than him. I asked him a couple of times, you know, is this resonating with you? Do you get this? And he was kind of like, eh, no, I don't really understand. But um, really just enlightened me to think about having a vision and creating one versus finding one. And I'd have to say like, I found my vision as I've gone along the years, right? Try different things on for size to see how they fit and moved into different spaces. And, and that's why with this coaching program that Laren and I have created this membership, that's just like encompassing all of the things that I find to be so valuable in building your brand behind the chair, building a salon culture, building a team, a profitable one, one that makes sense, one that you know where it's going and you have a vision behind it and your team's on board with that vision. So even if you're starting out, even if you're brand new, um, this, this can be the foundational skills and the foundations that you put together as you build upon and grow your vision. So, I mean, this can be relatable for anything. It doesn't have to be in my industry, but you know, if there's, if there's something that you see that can be done better, do you sit and talk about how bad, where you're at is, or do you think about how you can make a difference if you were to change it, if you were to be in charge, if you were to take the reins and take messy action and try something. So those are just my Saturday thoughts today. And I'd like to come to you guys every Saturday with some insight, something to chit chat about. So if you've read something intriguing, if you have something inspiring that I can read and share with everybody, send it to me. I would love to see it. It's always giving me good stuff to talk about on my podcast. Um, and I hope everyone has a beautiful weekend. If you have 
a vision. If you've found what yours is, I would love to hear from you because I want to support you. So drop it in the comments and uh, let me know if you guys enjoyed this. I'll talk to you soon. So that's how you do it. Um, I'm going to pick a cover photo and I'm going to put it on there. Uh, so you guys, this is one of the things when it comes to creating content that a lot of people get stuck on. You have to interact with your community. This is something that I have been a stick in the mud about, and meaning I haven't done it enough. And the people that I see having the most impact on their social media um, and in their communities is people that show up consistently doing IGTV lives, Facebook lives, if you have a Facebook group, um, and just really starting conversations. And while like several people jumped on, only a couple people stayed, like that content will live in my feed and be there for anybody who wants to spend a few minutes, you know, checking that stuff out. So it's a way for people to get to know you. And when clients know you, they start to like you hopefully, and then they build some sort of trust. And when people know, like, and trust you, then they're more likely to buy from you, invest in your programs, your courses, come get their hair done with you, um, buy whatever service you have. So you guys think about ways that you can start to incorporate little snippets into your business and start taking messy action. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know um, with a rate and review it would mean the world. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Brain switching lights.